Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. Please adjust your settings at the top or at the bottom of your device and try to get a good picture going if you're having streaming problems. I know that I often do when I try to go back and watch these videos, so I'm just being considerate of other people. If you are a new visitor to the Master's Voice, you are not familiar with what I'm doing here, I am bringing forth the prophetic words of the Lord Jesus Christ to an end times generation, to an end times church, to the nation of the United States first and foremost, and then after that, to whichever other nations God decides to speak to, judge, warn, or show compassion or mercy to, whatever the word of the Lord is, I bring it forth exactly as I have received it. At this time, I am doing my best to put the prophecies on the master's voice in written form, but to be honest, they are a lot. The Lord is speaking at such a pace and in such a volume that it takes hours to do one prophecy. It really does. I know it looks like a few words, but these prophecies, if you were to put them in a word document, some of them, some of them are four or five pages long. It takes a long time to write that stuff out, to proofread it, to typeset it and all that. And I'm finding shockingly, never thought I'd get here, that it is easier and faster to make a video. So I was just thinking to myself that, Hey Lord, look, it's that scripture that says the reaper will overtake the sower whereby it is actually faster to do the videos, which I always said were just a backup to the blog instead of writing the prophecy out. Today's prophecy is called Brace for Impact. I received this prophecy at 3 a.m. yesterday. When I finished the previous two videos, after the Lord insisted that the video on Africa should go out, I was working on the second video and getting ready to upload it and then cutting clips to put it on other platforms like Facebook. And the Lord began to speak to me in such an emphatic way in such a strong way that I had to pause that work that I was doing to really listen. So this prophecy is just coming from the remembrance. Um, I put some of it on the internet. I put it about four hours ago on my community page. If you are not a subscriber, you're welcome to subscribe. You know, it's your choice, but when you do subscribe, you'll be able to see on my dashboard. So the dashboard is when you click the master's voice picture, and then it takes you to the main place where the prophecies are. And there you'll see home videos, playlists, community channels about. On the community page, when you are a subscriber, that's where you can see, that's where I sometimes preview prophecies. When I'm busy and I'm working and I don't have time to open the blog and do like a formal thing, it's a very good place where I share things that God is revealing to me real time, sometimes in the middle of the workday, sometimes yesterday at 3 a.m. So the prophecy is there in sort of like an unedited form, but this prophecy is called brace for impact. And the reason it's called brace for impact is because the Lord was saying to me quite plainly that if you can imagine America to be the Titanic, he said that this country is heading full steam ahead into the iceberg. So, um, in the story of the Titanic, the captain did not drive the ship into the iceberg. The captain was unaware that the iceberg was directly in the path of the ship. And the reason that the story of the Titanic is a tragedy is because when that man became aware of the iceberg in his path, he knew that the speed of the ship was such that 
There was nothing he could do. Ships do not have brakes. And even if he tried to change the trajectory of the ship, he was not able to change it enough. And so I think the iceberg ripped a big hole in the side of the Titanic. And then we all know this tragic story. It was hours of these people trying to get help. It was a lot of miscommunication with other ships that were around them. And nobody was able to offer help to the Titanic. And it went down as one of the biggest disaster in disasters in modern history. The reason America is different is because America, the Lord likened it to more of a car, a car where the brakes have failed, but have the brakes failed on their own? No, the brakes of the United States have been deliberately cut. And in old prophecies, I'm sorry, I can't remember the names of them because these prophecies, they have so many little layers of detail. I will just share what I'm remembering right now. The Lord shared in one of these prophecies concerning financial ruin and how Americans are going to lose their jobs, lose their savings, lose everything that they thought they had put aside for a rainy day is because he says that the people who run this country manipulate the economy of the country. They manipulate the money in the country. They manipulate everything that can be manipulated. And as a result, the country is the country is going to tilt and go into a man-made disaster. So the Lord always calls them the princes of Babylon. That is what he calls the people in high positions. People who actually make decisions that affect the lives of thousands, ten thousands, hundreds of thousands, and in some cases at the federal level, millions of people's people in this country. Um he calls them the princes of Babylon and says that the princes of Babylon are corrupt. The princes of Babylon are wicked. The princes of Babylon, let me share with you, United States. Um, they sit in these really high places. There are places in this country, buildings that are, I don't know, maybe 30 stories tall. These people sit at the top of these buildings and they command impossible views. They command impossible views and they sit there, just a few of them making decisions that impact this entire community of Americans, all the people in surrounding countries. I'm talking to you, Canada. I'm talking to you, South America, all the various countries down there. And they even take decisions that ricochet around the world. They decide, God said, what nation is going to rise what nation is going to fall? They engineer food crises, financial crises, economic crises. They cause banks to crash. These few people, they sit in high towers, some of them here, some of them in other countries around the world, but the head of the spider, and definitely it's the fleshy body. We know that the spider is like this, and then it has arms. This part of the spider is right here in America, and they sit at those top views, puffing away at cigars and... Um, calling hookers and call girls and doing all kinds of things. And they make decisions that come down to the very lowest level that affect even the homeless people. Just because someone is homeless does not mean that he is being affected by high level decisions that are taking place at the top. And so the life of this country is affected by man. Things are not happening by chance. And you might say, yeah, well, we know all this. Well, God wants you to know that there's a very big gap between knowing all this and living through it. And we've already started to live through some of the things that I was talking about in 2019. Shortages, 
I saw that the country was um, sort of cordoned off and sh things that were coming in on ships couldn't come. I saw that merchants couldn't get their goods and I saw that the merchants began to reprice goods, reprice goods, reprice goods. And this was in 2018, 2019 when everything was fine. And now here we are where if you buy something, you have to make the decision between will you buy three of it because you know when you come back, one of it will be worth the price of three. So do you just buy three and bite the bullet that way? Or do you come back, do you buy one and then come back a month later and then have to buy one at the price of three? And so um, the Lord is saying that there is a very big gap between, yeah, we know this, we saw this on the Truther channel, you're too late. I'm not actually too late because I'm not here to prove anything. I'm bringing God's word to a population that is going to go through such hard things. When the word of the Lord comes and there's no noise when I'm not busy, it is such hard things. So God was saying that the title of this prophecy is Brace for Impact. And God wants us to know here in America that certain things are happening so that we will not be in the dark. So I was talking about things that I saw in the past. One of, one of the things is that people sit at very high levels and they make decisions that affect nations. Another thing is that I saw... I saw something like the bleachers. So to those who don't live in the America, in the Americas, bleachers are, when you go to a high school game, there's something like a row of seats. So it's the first row, second row. It looks just like the seats at a stadium, but it's not actually made of the sturdy materials of a stadium. It's usually made of wood. And what I saw was that there was, there was a big game going on. The game was, let's say the game was taking place in America. So America was sitting and she was watching the game, the nation. And I saw a man going underneath the seats and he was sawing at the wood that the people were sitting on or that the people would sit on later. Sorry, the game hadn't started. So it was a big game. And this man was going and he was cutting the wood. He was cutting the wood in such a way that when the people sat on it, it would be fine. But then when they began to shout and clap and do all the things that people do in the middle of the game, the bleachers would collapse and there would be a lot of death. And this is a picture of what's going to happen definitely in the economy, what's going to happen to the money, but it's also a bigger picture of collapse. And what I saw is that after that man had cut the bleachers through, that man went away. So the Lord was saying that in this country, there are people who have orchestrated, engineered, a terrible fall for the country, homegrown people, a terrible collapse. Their plan is to have planned all that. And then I don't know where they're planning to go. I don't plan know if they're planning to go to another planet or if they're planning to go to other countries. They're planning to go to places where they believe that they will not be touched by the outcome of what they have done. So last night, when the Lord was saying grace for impact, the Lord says that it is time for his people. He's speaking directly to the church you may not be a member of the church, but you are welcome to become a Christian because the arms of Jesus are open wide and still accepting applications at this time. So to people who always look down on the Christian faith and think that it is, a, it is, a, it is the following or it is just a side project of weak-minded people, people who don't want to deal with reality, they want to go and hide in the idea of a deity you couldn't be more wrong. The Lord Jesus is the only God, the only wise King. You come to him, you humble yourself, you submit yourself to him, and you believe upon his eternal sacrifice upon the cross of Calvary. He will receive you. 
He will cleanse you of your fornications, your adulteries, your iniquities, all the sin that you have been party to, all the things that you have done, even more importantly, all the things that people have done to you. The Lord can and will heal those things. The Lord can and will restore broken people and actually stand them up quite straight so that they can begin to march as Christian soldiers as we go deeper into the end times. God says that the church should brace for impact. God says that we should prepare ourselves for terrible things that are on the way. And this is not Nephilim terrible things in this prophecy. This is just talking about changes that are coming to America. He said, tell my people to brace for impact. Tell my people to tighten the belt. Tell my people to act with wisdom and prepare themselves because basically we are going into an impact. He said that America is, he said, tell my people to tighten their belts, tell them to put food in their baskets, their readiness gear, gear on their bodies, shoes on their feet, because this ship is going down. This ship called America, this sailing Titanic vessel is going full steam into the iceberg. My people should prepare for this and stop clinging to hope that is not going to manifest. So what is some of this hope that is not going to manifest, especially in light of other things that I'm going to talk about? People keep thinking that 2020 didn't happen, that November 2020 was a bad dream. It was just, it was just something that happened, but soon they and the false prophets out there that keep telling them a load of bunk are going to fix it. So, you know, what happened was November 2020 happened, and then the American election results came out. But what happened during that time is that God was asleep. God didn't know what was going on. So um, Americans are going to help God, and they're going to work it out with these channels that keep, keep selling them. It's amazing how much spiritual currency people have. Someone's been selling you a line they were selling you a line before and telling you, oh no, we're surely, it's surely going to be the outcome we want. And then month after month after the lie happened, instead of reeling in your emotional currency and dealing with reality and thinking, you know what, let me get back to real life. I'm in this administration now. How do I deal with that? No, people continue to spool out more emotional strength and spiritual strength and more of their life essence in believing things that frankly, um, some of you should really stop asking me what I think. I'm never going to watch the people that you watch. I'm, I'm never going to watch a single video of some of the stuff that people believe out there because I take my Christianity very seriously because I know I will be judged for how I lived it. But uh, people seem to have experienced a parallel dimension. So reality is here and they continue to live in this other place. And this is some of the hope that the Lord is speaking to, that people keep telling you, oh no, somebody's going to come back and somebody's going to make everything great again. He's going to make everything great again. Put your hope in this because God is saying, God is not saying a thing along those lines. Not a single squeak of a word is the father uttering in some of the things that people believe. And the fact is, if you lack discernment, you are going to have a harder crash than the people who listen to the word of the Lord that says, tighten your belt, put your shoes on your feet. This is a picture of Israel in readiness to leave the captivity of Egypt. 
tightening the belt, managing your resources, cutting down on unnecessary expenditure, cutting down on debt, putting food in your basket, getting a little extra, because you never know when you're going to go to the local supermarket and find that the price of three is now actually the cost of 12. These are the things that God is telling his people. Be flexible, be in flexible readiness because of what is coming. But many people have settled into a mental and emotional and spiritual stupor, continuing to eat deadly grass. You are the five unwise virgins who, when the bridegroom of hard times hits this country, then you're going to start running to your relatives who prepped. We don't have food. And those relatives are going to tell you, we don't have enough for us and you. We're family of five in here and we've prepped for at least six months. We cut those provisions down. We're down to having food for Marge and me and the kids for only two months. We can't do that. Go to those who buy oil. God is saying, shake yourself and awake sleeper. He's not saying giving, give up hope in him. You see the pain that people will pass through in this nation. And I will go through what God has said here. The pain that people will pass through in this nation is because they're full of hope, but none of that hope is in Jesus Christ. All that hope is in their buddies on YouTube who just keep selling them a spiel line after line, video after video. And that hook is so deep in your belly that even if the Lord tried to dislodge that hook mercifully, you're definitely going to bleed. The difference is that a lot of people bled in November, 2020. They bled in November, December, January, February, and by March, they had accepted it. Maybe they found this channel or a couple of other channels that were telling them to put their eyes on Christ, who is their hope. And so those people have bounced back from all the false prophecy lies that they had swallowed and they're doing a lot better. But there's some of you two years on, you're still going strong in the pig trough. And so, God was giving a picture of driving and then the brakes fail. Started this prophecy talking about a car that is on the way and the brakes fail, but the brake lines have been deliberately cut. What do you do when you're in your car and suddenly the brake fluid has all drained out, the wheel is unresponsive, it locks, and you can see that in a very short time, you have got precious seconds to make a decision. Do you carry on squiggling and, and, and do you freeze up? Do you carry on shaking and screaming? Are you the kind of person who will be able to have your wits about you? Make sure that your seatbelt is locked. Take up a defensive position and pray to God that the airbag will go off and absorb most of the impact. This is what God is telling people. If you're a true driver and you didn't buy your license, you should already know what to do. When the brakes fail, God is not expecting us to let the impact kill us. He's expecting us to hear his words and do the best that we can to minimize the effect of the impact on our lives. And so here's a picture that I have been seeing for quite a while. I've been seeing this picture. Where are we today? September the 9th. So I've been seeing this picture since I would say the 3rd or the 4th of September. It's a picture of a, a very close up picture of a woman's ear with an earpiece in the ear not a flesh-toned earpiece. I think usually they would give you an earpiece just so you can hear the speech writers and the speech makers and I don't know, whatever. This woman had a black earpiece. 
a high quality earpiece in her ear. It was the kind of earpiece that they give the secret secret service. I don't know any secret service people, but let's just say it definitely was those more high tech earpieces. So I kept seeing if you can believe it, just a female ear, a female jaw is different. So I could tell this is a female ear, female jaw with a high tech earpiece. And I was seeing that for a couple of days, you know, you're working, you see the vision and you think, Hmm. And I knew that this ear belonged to someone and the person whose ear that was is Mrs. Kamala Harris. So it was Kamala Harris's ear that I was seeing with the earpiece and just the ear and the type. And then last night, when the Lord took me aside and said, listen to my words and pay attention to what I'm saying to you. He told me that this woman will be president of America. This woman is going to be president of America, no matter who doesn't like it, no matter who doesn't think it can happen, no matter who will say, well, Hillary was far more of a political animal. Hillary wanted it more. Hillary would have done anything to get it. Hillary didn't get it. She didn't get the votes. And she is a long-standing politician. That lady is a lifetime career politician. And she didn't get it. Kamala Harris is never going to get it. God says Kamala Harris is going to get it. She's going to be president no matter who likes it, no matter who believes it. And I had a ton of dreams in November during the period of the vote count, very unorthodox for America counting votes for almost 10 days. I kept seeing dreams such as the woman showing up and saying to me directly in my sleep, I am Kamala Harris and I'm the president of the United States. And I looked at this lady and I was like, what are you talking about? You're the president of the United States. You're not even on the ticket. You're not even eligible as to be a president. And she said, I am Kamala Harris and I am the president of the United States. And I was waking up from these dreams and saying, Lord, this is very weird. What is going on? And the Lord would just answer me and say things like, this is Kamala's election. And I was writing those things down thinking, Lord, the woman is a add on on the ticket. She's not a major player. What do you mean it's her election? And only later would the Lord reveal that with the entry of Joe Biden into the white house, Two people were going with Joe Biden. One of them was Kamala Harris and the other person is Barack Obama. So this woman is going to be president of the United States, no matter who likes it, God says by hook, by crook, by line or by sinker, she will be. And he said this, said, you see, you see this woman now, she can barely find her way in the rough seas of politics. So they ask her a question and she just giggles because Processing the question is probably a problem. They ask her a question and she will obfuscate the answer. She will answer another question of her own making in her own head. She's inept. She is clearly out of her depth, out of her league. Even in the polls, she is regularly coming through the polls as severely unlikable. God says we are going to see one of the greatest political transformations that we have ever seen in the United States. What am I talking about? This woman is going to come back to us with, I have a dream ability. If you thought that President Biden was a little sleepy and a little sluggish for a very long time, and then suddenly, as soon as he got the endorsement, this man to seemed to have been injected by 800 vials of adrenaline. He was full of fiery speeches. He was no longer muddling his speech. He was a brand new person, a person that America felt she could put her confidence in, and she did. 
well, this is going to happen with Kamala Harris. But the Lord says that you should not be fooled when you see this transformation from a woman who cannot answer a simple question to almost Martin Luther King, I have a dream ability. That earpiece in her ear, Miss Harris or Mrs. Harris is going to be receiving a step-by-step masterclass from the mastermind himself, Barack Obama. That's correct. This man is going to be teaching his protege step-by-step what to say, how to say it, all the various intonations that he is known for, famous for. You're going to see this woman be able to deliver a rousing and a fiery speech by herself. And you will wonder what brand of breakfast cereal did she switch to? She's going to be another person, confident, likable. And for a while, God says that she will be an almost sparkling political leader who will even briefly inspire hope in America. Kamala Harris will change so much that if you didn't know how and why she changed, you'd think that she did it on her own. That earpiece in her ear will tell her what to do, what to say, everything. And I heard the earpiece and it was like this, just like Charlie Brown, when the adults are talking, the children in the Charlie Brown cartoon can't hear them. That's Charlie Brown's way of letting you know, grown-ups don't count. The only thing important in this program is what the kids are saying. I couldn't hear what was being said in the earpiece, but I knew that it was Obama's voice. He was the one giving her instructions how to act. I saw reporters feverishly asking her questions, President Harris, President Harris. And this woman was answering with calmness. She was answering and hitting things on the nail because she was getting real time answers from the mastermind himself. He's going to even teach her how to deliver speeches. So God says that because of how much she's going to change, she's going to seem like she's a commander in chief that knows how to get the job done. And God says that all the people who have fainting hearts right now will fail to learn their lesson. Lord, please help me to speak on this in just another moment. He says they will fail to learn their lesson. And he says that all the people, they have a failing heart now because they chose President Joe Biden and God says, look at what he is now. He inspires no confidence, even in the people who voted for him. But when this woman comes out, those people, even after the shock of realizing how power will change hands, they will feel relieved. They will think, oh, well, you know, he, 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 he's out of the way. Okay, fine. He didn't get it right, but we still hit the money with her. You know, we were a bit worried. We, we, it looked like she didn't know what was going on, but look at how she's rallied. And here's what I said, Lord, please help me to speak on this. In the Bible, when God is going to destroy a people, God allows a lot of deception to enter into those people. So all of those who were listening when I was talking about how you keep following false prophets that are just feeding you MAGA cornflakes, you need to listen good to this part as well. When the Lord has determined the destruction of a people, there is no place better to do it than in the political arena. When God is ready to punish a people, He even says that I will set women over you. This is not a positive statement in the Bible. Sorry, feminists, 
You might just need to take a moment, but you can come right back. I'll be here. God says women ruling, children ruling is not exactly a sign of the times or the breakthrough of feminism. It is actually one of the signs of his judgment. Another sign from God that is judgment is having capricious people, people whose hearts chop and change. One minute they like kill, kill all the, the, the government ministers who, who don't do this. And the next minute when, when the government ministers have been killed, then they will say, uh, where's that government minister that I need? And, and then the executioner will say, sire, you told us to kill them all this morning. And the king is like, well, why would you kill my ministers? Who's going to help me in the government? That's a capricious person, a capricious person in government is a curse. Nations need steady, righteous people at the helm or they will be destroyed. So when you see someone go through a massive transformation and you are so deceived in your heart that you think, oh, she was just slumming it in the first two years. She was actually holding back the best part of herself so that she could come to the forefront. Know that God has determined to destroy you. Another thing, yes, so God says that people when they see how Mr. Biden has deteriorated and then they see how Miss, uh, Mrs. Harris will rally, he says that people will feel reassured, but it is deception. They're going to relax and trust this woman. And I think that will be one of the greatest mistakes that America makes. God says that if you are a wise person, you should not feel reassured when you see this woman come because Barack Obama is going to be ruling through Kamala Harris he will rule through her for a time. And then God says he's going to come out and rule himself. So to all the people, for instance, who believe this particular view that's floating out there in the Christian verse, oh, you know, he, he's going to come back to America as part of the United Nations. There is this belief system. God directly um, addressed this belief last night. There are people who believe that, you know, uh, the, our constitution is pure. Our constitution is sacrosanct. You cannot break the words of the constitution. No president who has ruled twice will come back. God says, watch as this man comes back. He says, this man is not coming back as any secretary general. He's not coming back as any overlord that will have to use the United Nations to get back in America. He says he's going to be sitting in the White House with his sleeves rolls up, rolled up, exactly how you remember seeing him. He's going to be sitting in the White House, and he's going to be ruling something that God called the American Federation. Here is what the Lord said. He said, America is federal. So to those who know God's language, when they say a federation, it is different from the word we use, federal. The word federation is the word Russia uses, the Russian Federation. America has never been called the American Federation in her life, but this country is going to be called the American Federation. And in the future, this country will be joined to her neighbor at the top, Canada, all her neighbors at the bottom, South American nations, Brazil, Chile, and the rest of them. And that whole mass will be called the American Federation. There will not be a U.S. dollar anymore. There will not be individual South American currencies anymore. There's going to be one ring to bind them all, one common currency, and everything from Canada down to the top is going to be known as the 
the American Federation and Barack Obama is going to be the boss. The Lord did not call him the president. He is just going to be the chief ruler of that federation. God says that he will sit in the White House like a spider and stretch out his hand, ruling all the territories, even to rule the world. But definitely, because I said before that the body of a spider is denser in the middle, that man is going to be right here in America, ruling from here, stretching up his hand and ruling Canada, stretching down his hand and ruling through the South American nations. Obama will be your ruler, the one world government ruler that rules them all. He will sit openly in the White House, and he's not going to be in any UN job or post. He is coming back as America's head. And God said that the anguish many people will feel is because they only believe him halfway. And so that will be their punishment for unbelief. God says that Americans love America more than him. I've spoken of this in many, many, um, prophecies before. And so if you're new, I'll just go over it. God says that one of the punishments, the greatest punishments that will be suffered here in the United States is that the United States is a God to the people who live here. It says that America is an idol. America is an idol to all the foreigners who left home and thought if I could only go there, I can reinvent myself. There are a ton of people who are trans. They come here just so that they can wear their dress in peace. Speaking to men who wear dresses. There are a ton of people, they are gay. They can never be gay in their home country. They fight for a visa to come here, not even to change the country in any positive way, make the nation better. They are fighting simply for the right to come here and have a boyfriend named Jose or Jamal or Doug freely without the risk of imprisonment or civil suits or anything like that. And so People idolize this nation outside the nation, but in the nation, the idolatry is real. God says that America is a God to Americans. And so he is going to kill that God. And as people watch their God die, it has been a long time since I've said this. God says that as you watch, all the freedoms taken away one by one, and they will keep telling you it's legal. It's, it's, it's the best thing for now, trust us. As you watch all the freedoms die, the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, every amendment, as the Constitution is trampled and torn to shreds, he says that pain you feel inside is your just punishment because you have an idol in your heart of this country. And he says that idol, they love it way more than him. They love it way more than Jesus, Celestial, and they love that idol definitely more than the truth. When God tells people the truth, he said they become torn because they believe in the nation, they believe in the nation's laws, and they believe in the nation's institutions so much. So it's kind of a struggle. If you can see my face, it's kind of a struggle like this. The US Constitution says two terms, and no more. Ta -ta. Then God says, prepare to see Barack Obama back in the White House with sleeves rolled up in the Oval Office. Ta -ta. And then people go, and they are agonizing inside. Do I believe the Constitution of the United States or do I believe God? 
God says that when two different things are put in front of the American public, they ex experience a schism. A schism is a very graphic and ripping split that usually brings severe damage to the psyche. Schism is usually how you start building up those multiple personalities. Schism is that painful shattering that happens in people when they've been married for 35 years and then they find out that their wife has an entire second family somewhere else. Or should I say husband? It's very hard for a wife to have tons of kids somewhere else. If women commit infidelity, they will bring those kids right into the house and tell you that they're yours. So schism is being sliced into between two different ideas. And this is how people are. They think, I want to believe you, God, but how can I believe you over the constitution? I learned this stuff in school. I was taught in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 2000, 2010s. I was taught this of our brave and our bold land. And God says that they will just not believe him no matter what he says. That's why he will step back and let the new world order people rip the country to pieces. And he says, that is your pain, America. You can only believe the truth up to the point that the truth does not conflict with your personal views and your personal beliefs. That is why my words have no benefit for you at all. And so God says that Obama will surely be back and he will coach this lady in her ear to make her presentable before the nation until the time that he's going to come out. This man is going to come out from behind the show curtain himself and show himself. And I saw Kamala Harris. She had a magic marker. So you're on the other side of the camera. So please don't accuse me of, oh, she's writing backwards. From my viewpoint, I am writing in the proper writing, which is left to right. She had a magic marker and she was writing from right to left. So she had a magic marker and she was just writing in the air. And as she was moving this magic marker like this, all the words were coming off of the U.S. Constitution. They were being rolled back miraculously. Just think of some kind of CGI where you just see the little letters flying off. I've seen that vision many times before where the, the letters flew off of the constitution and just left that bare parchment scroll, just a bare piece of paper. There was nothing there. The first amendment, the second amendment, the gun laws, all of it will be rolled back. It's going to disappear in America. God says will be as naked and defenseless. Here are the two countries he named, Australia and Canada. Both those countries, they have undergone so much legal punching since 2020 that the citizens who have lived peacefully in those countries all their lives cannot reconcile the country that they thought they knew with this new world order, Gestapo, um, controlled statist controlled place that they are living and and tellingly they also don't have guns they also don't have guns um god says that kamala harris will reverse all the legal protections that america ever afforded her citizens and then the new world order will come so if you're thinking america is inconceivable without guns you will not be able to see any guns in this country unless the guns are illegal or carefully hidden and if they find out in any way of their new world order demon mind reading future ai searching ways or maybe they use gun dogs i don't know how you can find a person's hidden guns 
they will send the New World Order police, these men that wear all black with the intimidating mirror helmets. I saw these people coming to people's homes and a man and the cop were fighting for the gun, but the cop was stronger and he took the gun and he hit the man in the face with it. So God says that they will take the guns away. And if anyone fights for the guns, they will take you to neo-Nazi prison. This is just what I called it, neo-Nazi prison. Neo-Nazi prison is basically where you will go to prison without due process. You're not going to get a lawyer. You're not going to get the phone call. You're not going to get a jury of your peers. You're not getting anything that you think is a buffer zone between you and jail. You will go to jail. Whatever they write on that new world order paper and said you did it, best believe you did it. You will not get trial. And when it is... I've spoken of many of the beast prophecies. This is going into beast prophecies that have been written for at least a year and a half, but I haven't done the videos yet, but I can see the way the Lord is moving me. It will soon be time to start that series. In the beast system, they're going to be prefects. This is not a system of government that America knows, having prefectures and prefects. This is North Korean type of governance. So there's going to be prefects, there's going to be magistrates, there's going to be um, a federalist way of doing things. I'm not even sure what federalist is, I'll have to look it up. But it, it will definitely be like that. You will not get the freedoms that you are used to, you will not be able to protest. And when your case is assessed um, and they say you are guilty, then you will just be executed. You will not have any reprieve, you will not have anybody to... Um, to appeal to. And today, in the prayer time, what the Lord brought forward, it just speaks to this. God was just saying to me and my intercessor, she was listening and she was so shocked that she stopped praying. But God was just saying that there will come a time in the United States where there will be no care for the dead. People will lie on the street and he said, they will just have to walk over them and continue going where they are going. And this may be shocking to a new person who has just come to the channel, but to people who have read the prophecy pogroms, pogroms in America. Pogrom is a very well-planned state carried out form of execution on the citizens. It's not just religious planned killings. A pogrom is any kind of planned killing that is carried out by a higher authority on people who cannot defend themselves. An America that can defend herself cannot go through a pogrom. So now you, you know why they're offering gun buyback programs and saying, it's the kids, it's the shooting. No, it is just the next step in the plan to disarm the population because an armed population will definitely make short work of whether it's a wolf hybrid soldier that you send or a Nephilim hybrid soldier, Americans don't care what kind of hybrid you are. They will whip out their things and wessons and they will fight for their rights and their freedoms. And so it is essential that the country be disarmed. But in the future that I'm speaking of, the future that God has shown me, the future when all this stuff, like taking away guns and taking away freedom and just controlling people is done, people will be put to death not by accident, not even by the harm that causes harm. People will be put to death by the government deliberately for disagreeing with the government, for doing what I'm doing here, sitting here and speaking about religious things and lifting up the name of Jesus and daring to expose the plans of Satan. 
people come to this channel and they struggle to understand what I'm saying. And they don't know that this is the great mercy of God exposing what is ahead. Thank you, Lord, for reminding me. I cannot end this video without mentioning something that happened to me in March. Something that to me was quite extraordinary. In full sleep, I woke up and the first thing the Lord said to me was, Ken Peters spoke the truth. And I take that as part of the historical record. So you can imagine I'm sleepy. I'm thinking Ken Peters would be who? Ken Peters. And the Lord repeated it. He said, Ken Peters spoke the truth. And I take his words as part of the historical record. So I had to get up, put myself together. Please excuse the noise. I will just continue. Well, the Lord told me to share this. This is something that I looked into just for myself. There's a lot of people who are just out there watching anything, but the Lord will bring something, bring something to you that will make you silent. Ken Peters spoke the truth. I take his words as part of the historical record. When something is taken as part of the historical record, we're saying it's fact. We're saying that this is fact. We're saying that this is not a bunch of fairy stories. This is not a, a bunch of personal observations from this person. We're saying that this is objective fact. This thing happened and we are going to include it in the history books. So I had to go and see who is this person that God is saying. And you know that I do not talk about people on this blog unless God has said that person's name to me and I can go and vet them. So, um, I went to look up Ken Peters, Ken Peters historical record. And obviously it doesn't come up like that. So you just put Ken Peters on the internet, um, YouTube. And what comes up is this 300 year old grainy video of this man with a side part, brown hair in a dark suit standing in what looks almost like, you know, it could almost be like an official background from the prophecy club. And this man is describing a dream that sounds like he knows me and he knows what I dream. I'm, I'm just mentioning this to you. The Lord said that what that man said, whether people believe him, whether anyone has ever seen that old video that looks like the colors are still trying to figure out, okay, you can be green and you can be blue, an old video. Ken Peters, the title of the video is, I saw the tribulation. And I said, but Lord, this man is older than me. And this man told America that he saw people being slaughtered for no reason under a totalitarian government and everybody was running and hiding. And when I say these things, it's as if I'm saying a brand new thing. And here is this old video. That man probably isn't even young anymore. He probably isn't even a young man anymore. Ken Peters, go and, go and look, look at that up. And so these are the things that I heard from the Lord, um, that America is going to undergo a complete shift. This is not going to be, you know, home of the brave land of the free. It is not going to be like that. It is going to be like North Korea. 
It is going to be so highly monitored. People are going to be snitching on one another to gain points with the prefects and the prefectures. There's going to be a social credit score. I found it so unreasonable when the Lord was giving me these words. I was thinking, Lord, are you telling me in this system, you have to do good deeds to have certain rights. But then there's a part of the system where you lose points if other people don't like you, which means that I would be living in a sum of zero all the time. You lose points in this social credit score. You gain points for doing good deeds and for obeying the government and being a good citizen. You have to join programs in the social credit score. They're going to send you, let me just, they're going to send email to your house. I dreamt that I got email and the email said, um, hello, Celestial, we hope you're doing well. We can't help but notice that you are enrolled in the minimum number of recommended programs. At that time, the minimum number, number of recommended programs was a whopping six. I had to join six hobbies like golfing or going to walk with the women in the neighborhood or, or, you know, neighborhood flower making. I had to have six, um, approved projects by the government. So I had only six. And then after a time they sent me an email and the email was like, hello, Celestial, we can't help but notice that you have only the minimum recommended number of community projects. We strongly inv in invite you to get involved with more community projects. Meet your neighbors, make a friend. We will. This email was a threat. I'm going to leave the prophecy below that you can go and find it. It is called, if you see something, say something. It's going to become a society of snitches. You snitch for benefits. You snitch for electronic money in your bank account. You snitch so that the government can pay you back a favor. And I saw that in that system, people became conformed to it. And even the cops and the detectives used to laugh because people would spy on their neighbors and get a little thing and go and report the neighbor. And then the cops would come and take the neighbor away and kill them and give the person some ridiculous amount of credits and tell them you did good. And then the cops will go away laughing and thinking how easy they are to control. Meanwhile, the person who snitched stays back and their heart I saw was tearing because they knew that they had caused the death of a whole human beings, human being for about maybe the value of a couple of hundred dollars from the government. But I got that letter in my sleep and the letter was a threat. The letter was telling me just because the minimum is six, you are not a good citizen if you operate at the minimum. If you want to live a long and healthy life in this brand new world, you should join more projects. And the letter even told me that they would be contacting me to assist me in picking my new projects. So it wasn't even a question of, I was given a time period, I could sign up for new projects myself or they would be in touch to let me know. This is the future that God is speaking of. It is not that I'm not compassionate. I understand that this, this kind of thing will challenge thinking. This kind of thing will challenge everything you think you know. But you see the difference is here, 
that God is weeding out the sheep from the goats. And let me tell you how he does it. And you go ahead and you think about it and you decide which one you want to be. God doesn't care if he talks to you about fallen angels. He doesn't care if he's talking to you about the resurrection of Jesus Christ or if he's telling you that angels, fallen angels and aliens are going to come down and live among us. The way God will judge you is where is your faith? That's it. You fail or pass on the basis of your faith. And the reason that I know that the Lord is pleased with me is because it doesn't matter if he comes and tells me, my child, in the future, a dragon with 17 heads will come down from the cloud and that dragon will be elected president of America. I will just say, well, Lord, it's going to be very tough to know which of the, the new president's heads will be looking in the camera when he's making. I'm not going to tell God that what he's saying is not the truth. I'm not going to critique him and tell him, oh, it can't be because the constitution says that in order to be elected president, you have to be a human. I will just say, Lord, that's going to be a tough one for American, for America. We've never been ruled by an actual dragon before. That is the criteria to get God's love, to get his favor. When he speaks, can you tell? When he speaks, are you able to discern? For those who keep coming and telling me, I've been listening to your teachings and I've been so blessed, but I, I can spot a little spot of demon teaching in you. When the Lord speaks, can you tell that it's him? Can you discern what he's saying? Do you understand what he's saying? And do you have the ability to cross from what you know into the realm that is coming? Can you make that jump? If you were here and you had to jump between everything that you learned in school that you think is so precious and can't be destroyed by Kamala Harris and friends, are you able to jump from the world that is dying into this new one? Older people, I am warning you, I have, not done the, I have not done the beast system prophecies yet, but I'm warning you. I am warning you that we are going into a world of AI. I am not forcing you, but I am compelled by the Lord to warn you that in the new world, and this came out in today's call, God says that they will do away with older people as obsolete software. And I think I wrote this stuff. I wrote these prophetic words from the Lord either in 2019 or 2020. I will look for that prophecy where I actually saw them exterminating older people because the new world order was frustrated with them. They were struggling with the new software. They were struggling with the new, the new everything. They could not keep up with the software. And I saw myself working twice as hard. I was doing all my work and doing all my mother's work. Because there's, there's no way on this earth that I was going to have my mother fall in her daily quota of online work because she couldn't figure out the software. I was working my work and working her work. Because in, in that world, working the online work is tied to the food you get. It's a diabolical and wicked thing, Christians. And you need to go deeper than, show me the scripture for this. If, why should I show you the scripture? Here's my question. Why don't you know the scripture to some of you? Here is the challenge I'm giving to some of you who continually push back at me. Well, I need to see scripture. I'm asking you, how come you don't know the scripture? How come you don't know this that I'm talking about? 
Where is your closeness and fellowship with God? How come he's not telling you that they're planning to put us into a living Pavlovian experience where they're going to press a button and we're expected to feed and then press another button that will zap us and we're expected to stop feeding? How don't you, how come you don't know that the future of employment means that you have to complete online work at an interface that is alive? The interface in my dream was alive. I was trying not to obey it and it was forcing me like a helmet on my head, forcing me to keep my eyes on the screen. How come you don't know this? Where's the scripture for the fact that you don't know this? This is something for us to think about. I'm not going to hold anything back here. I'm leaving it all on the pitch. So I can say to God, I ran this course and I finished it in, in grand fashion, the best that I could, Lord. I did not tell them any lies. I told them what the bottom line was and they were free to do with it as they chose. A, a boxed world attempting to turn human beings into little rats little rats. And if the rats perform well, the rat can have a, a salary and the rat can have a little time off. These people will attempt to tell us who can fly first class or not. Social credit score will determine your social credit, credit score, how you're behaving. And also your score goes up if more people like you. So if you're likable, if you have a YouTube channel that just tells people lots of stuff and that the rapture is coming soon and that Jesus is happy with the church, you'll have a perfect score, a near perfect score. A channel like this would probably be like negative 8 billion if the, if the down likes were counted against me in the new world order. That is why I saw them taking the people who preach, taking the pastors who say that gay is not okay. I saw them taking them and beheading them. Their crimes were disturbing the peace, um, inciting religious bigotry. Imagine these are the dreams the Lord is giving me. Where's this, where's the scripture for people in black that take you and chop your head off and throw your head on some pile, throw you naked without a head on some pile and you get no burial. That's what God was telling me today. The burial of Tophet. He said that they will get tired of burying celestial and the body will just lie there and people will have to step over it because they have to get to where they're going. That, pro that, that prophecy is called pogroms. I said that they will have public executions in this country. And the person's blood, the, the guilty people, the, the falsely accused people, obviously, because in that world, they will be killing people for nothing on a dime. They will be inventing crimes to find people guilty of. You are guilty of not having el enough eyelashes on your left eye. The penalty is death. They will just be exterminating people for nothing. Ken Peters said these things before the video became as clear as my video is. This man saw this truth from God before God sent me here. Who knows these things? And if you know them, how could you forget? 
I saw that blood will dry on the roads. It will get black and sticky and horrible because the sun will be shining on it. And whenever, whenever I was walking and I saw that sticky, I just went around the pool, avoided that whole sticky part on the road and kept walking. God is not unjust. He has warned this country for, by my estimate, if I have to see a video that old telling the truth, at least 50 years. David Wilkerson takes the, the timing of, of warning even further back. Dimitri Dudeman, these are people that God, I had to go and look for them on the internet to see what they were saying. And they're saying exactly what I'm saying. So where is the distress and the shock? The only proof of distress and shock means that nobody believed those people then. That is one thing I have, I have found out about the man, Pastor David Wilkerson. The pastors at his level persecuted him for that 1973 vision. And if you try to look through his teachings, if he continued bringing that warning, he eventually left it. They were ready to cancel him back then in the 70s for being brave enough to speak that word. And soon enough, as soon as they persecuted you enough, then they just cover, cover you with dirt. They just cover your words with dirt. And then the party keeps going. The party is going to end up in the hands of Barack Obama. And that guy is a party pooper for sure. So that is the message. I think I'm going to cut this in half because part of it is not the Kamala Harris prophecy. Part of it is just sharing about the beast system. This is something that people, you need to talk to your children. You need to tell your children. You, the way you prepare for some of these things is this. Children, they don't have mastery of their spirit. I was a child once, I know what it's like. Anything you think, you say. Now in the beast system, you do not want children like that. You do not want children who, at the time that everyone should be silent because maybe, maybe they haven't sent the new world order, black cops, black dressed, because when those guys come, it's done. So maybe they've sent one of these evil community snitch inspectors to come to the house. They're asking questions, just like in the movies and the family is hiding a secret and everyone is fine. And then the five-year-old goes, but you were polishing guns in the shed, daddy. We've all seen those movies. You want to jump into the screen and put your hands on that small person. You do not want children who speak out of turn when we are going into a time where speaking out of turn carries a price tag that human beings don't want to pay. You want to teach your children temperance and respect. You want to teach your children that people who want to live long should observe twice as much as they talk. May the Lord bless you. This is Celestial with the Master's voice. And until I see you again, goodbye.